0: Hey guys, if you like listening to us, um, you can follow us on Twitter or email us. Follow us on Twitter at writer, W-R-T-R, bagel, B-A-G-E-L, basket, B-S-K-T, on Twitter, or email us, writersbagelbasket, at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you want to do. Submit fan art. Submit a logo. Do anything, because we want to hear from you. And if you have show suggestions, email them. Scott. Yes.
1: I want to tell you a story. Oh no. It takes place in India. Oh god. Why?
0: India. No. It's about a little girl. No.
1: She goes to New York.
0: No, Shirley Temple ripoff. She's a
1: princess.
0: No, we're not doing that movie.
1: And then she's not a princess, but no. by the end of it she's a princess again. No. You could say she's a little princess.
0: You're doing this because I made you watch Nerve back in May, aren't you? Maybe. We watched A Little Princess, so it's in the basket. The, the writer's, writer's Bagel, bagel basket. basket. Tear
1: me apart, Lisa! You want to be a farmer? Here's a couple of acres. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, you lose. It was Professor Clowns. I said flowers.
0: The men you seek think you are dead, Kimosa. Pants to the starter of the Bernoulli Converginator. If he puts a car in fifth gear, he can jumpstart the whole thing. We don't have to be me. Because, remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kurland. And, and
1: I am a little princess. Because according to this movie, all girls are princesses. It's our right, Scott.
0: <laughs> Who is my guest co-host this week?
1: Haley, your wife. Yes. Hi.
0: So we watched Alfonso Cuaron's A Little Princess, which is his second film, his first American debut.
1: And he is part of some sort of trinity. The triad. The triad. Explain to us what the triad is. The
0: triad is Alejandro González Inuritu, Alfonso Cuaron, and Guillermo del Toro.
1: Uh, My favorite child.
0: (laughs) Uh, I actually like Alfonso the best. My misunderstood the middle child. <laughs> the middle child. It took him longer to win. Oh wait, no, he was the first one to win the Oscar, so he is the eldest child. Then How I like El- Alejandro. <laughs> I like the middle child. Mm-hmm. Um, so they each represent a different color of the a Mexican flag. Uh, Guillermo, of course, is red. Duh. Uh, Alejandro is white, and of course, Alfonso is green if you've seen any of his movies like this one yes this one so much green oozing with green so everywhere we're talking about for summer flop busters the 1995 uh smash dud (laughs) a little princess
1: but i think we should clarify we both enjoyed this movie
0: oh as a child this was one of my favorite movies to watch seriously oh yeah yeah seriously yeah swear i swear to god (laughs) My wow, sister- I'm surprised. Because I always, surprisingly, I always uh, related to. Um, uh, Don't say Sarah. Becky.
1: <laughs> Becky? Oh, seriously? <laughs> yeah. The servant girl who yeah. lives in the attic?
0: Yeah. I always thought like, I was like, she's approachable. She's like me. She kind of could, because like at this time I was a little shy as a kid. But I always wanted to talk to people. You
1: were a little African-American girl who uh, worked as a servant in a very fancy prep school for girls? In a
0: 1914 prep school, yes.
1: Finishing school, I should say. It's a finishing school
0: because it's fancy. I thought they called it a prep school.
1: No, back then it was called a finishing school.
0: The point was... I don't oh, know
1: what you were finishing.
0: I, honestly, I don't think it was that I related to Becky. I think I related to the actress who played her because she was in everything, Vanessa Lee Chester. Really? She was in this, and then she was in Harriet the Spy the same year, and then she was in Lost World, Jurassic Park. Okay. Like. So so she was my relate, too. So let, a little backstory on a little princess made for $17 million By Warner Brothers, Alfonso Cuaron's sophomore film was indeed A Little Princess. It was released on May 10th. That was a Wednesday, 1995. No, they thought it was going to do so well. that Really?
1: On a Wednesday?
0: Yeah. They wanted to beat the rush because... Wow. That would make sense if it was Memorial Day, but this was May 10th. Any Warner Brothers thought that it was going to be a smash hit... And it was going to be their tentpole for the summer that they released it on said Wednesday. However, the film had the misfortune of being released a week after the rom-com Meg Ryan, Kevin oh, Kline no. star French Kiss, which surprisingly... Not it, Meg Ryan. Not Kevin Kline. Bef- and it came out a week before Die Hard with a Vengeance. The second highest growing film of
1: 1995. Shot the th- to the Hut. And you're too late.
0: The first one would be Toy Story, which this film kind of predicts, but we're going to get there. Not to mentioning opening the same... Not to mention... Uh, not to mentioning? Apparently I'm having a stroke again. You say that every time. And it's still... Stop that's, saying That's that. the t-shirt. Apparently I'm having a stroke. Writer's Bagel Basket.
1: <gasps> no. no.
0: Tens of dollars, <laughs> just <laughs> me.
1: No. Not not, not wife approved.
0: Not Not to mention... Uh, Not to mention, opening the same day as Tony Scott's Crimson Tide, which was the big Denzel Washington movie of 1995. Can I
1: get a little synopsis on that? What's that about? (laughs) Is Uh, it about bad seafood?
0: No, Crimson Tide is uh, Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman in a submarine.
1: Yay!
0: This Shirley temple remake did not stand a chance. Even though it was the third best-reviewed film of the year... Did you
1: just say Shirley?
0: Sure, Shirley sure, Lily Temple. <laughs> the Shirley Temple remake did not stand a chance. Even though it was the third best-reviewed film of the year, right behind Babe and Braveheart, the film could barely make $10 million when its budget was $17 million. That extra seven was a huge killer. Why did this simple period piece cost so much? Could have been the one scene that was shot in India could have also been the fact that Curon is... They actually
1: shot in India for that?
0: That one scene.
1: Seriously? Yeah. Well, I gotta give him points for authenticity.
0: Curan's need to shoot multiple takes, and the fact that they built all of their sets by hand, except for They were
1: some really nice sets.
0: This critical acclaimed darling could not make the almighty dollar. So let's talk about A Little Princess.
1: Okay, So yeah, going back to the sets, like they were they were really pretty. Even when you can tell it's like on the sound stage, like in the very beginning, because the story fluctuates between
0: Well, the story she's telling, not not where she's telling it. (laughs) Right. Where she's telling it. That's India.
1: (laughs) Well, so she's it alternates between her life and then the story she tells the other little girls about the it's it's a story from the Ramayana, apparently. It's If you say so. (laughs) No it is. It is um I only
0: knew about one uh religious story and that was about a man named Moses. Oh, okay. That's that's the only story from some any any religious thing that I knew. Really? As a child. That's about it. Okay. Oh wait, no, that's not true, poor him.
1: Moving on. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, the Ramayana is about uh, a prince and his uh, girlfriend, and he saves her, she's in a tower, fearsome creature, blah blah blah. Anyway, so yeah, it all- uh, Sarah is the main character, and she's the one that tells the story, and the story kind of parallels what's going on in her real life. Uh, Quick synopsis, she- um, is from India. Her father owns a fortune in Ritz Crackers, apparently. Uh, no,
0: not Ritz Crackers. He's part of the... Nabisco? National Biscuit Company. That's
1: that's what it's hinted at. Um, but he <laughs> but wants her... But their last name is
0: Nabisco. Yeah. No, I'm just but kidding. But she
1: lost a mom. Big surprise. He takes her to finishing school in New York, where her mother went. I'm
0: going to interrupt you. This feels so much like a Disney movie, even though... Oh, of
1: course. Everything. Well, to be fair... It felt like a Disney movie, even in the Shirley Temple version.
0: Are we okay?
1: <laughs> it's catching. It's contagious. What have you done to me? <laughs> I need to sit farther away from you. Power strokes. <laughs> um, no, but um, it, it's the same as the Shirley Temple version. It's, it, it's a very... It lends itself to the basic structure of a Disney movie. You have an orphan. Spoilers. Um... <laughs> Well, she becomes an orphan and then she's not an orphan by the end of it.
0: It's like the Oreo of orphans. first she has one parent, then then she's an orphan, you know that
1: and then she gets that, a parent again. Yay.
0: The Oreo effect. Yeah. I don't know why i'm I'm claiming that not having a parent is like frosting. But but yes, it, it's that nice little sandwich that they do. The misery sandwich, I like to call it.
1: Speaking of Oreos, are, are you... Um, we
0: don't have any Oreos.
1: No, no. Well, we don't? No. Buy. Why don't we have any Oreos?
0: Because you told me to stop buying Oreos.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are like crack. Anyway... No, but I was just gonna say, how do you eat? Or do you eat cream first, or like, do you just go for the whole thing?
0: You think I'm crazy because I put the whole thing in my mouth and then I use fruit punch, not milk. Ew! You're married to me. I have you're... never seen you eat it with fruit punch. That's how it. In school, when when they taught us, they did They only had fruit punch. They didn't have milk. They didn't have milk at your school. I. Oh, you keep forgetting. I'm older kind... than you. I went to school in the nineties. They didn't refrigerate anything. Yeah,
1: but they knew that milk was good for you. <laughs> They've known that since they started slicing bread.
0: I'm just saying.
1: Oh, my God. Every day I discover you anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm hideous. I'm but, a monster.
1: But so, like, so she goes. So Sarah transitions from this, like, fantastic, beautiful um, world of India uh, You're still shocked been, about the, the fruit punch thing, aren't you?
0: Yes. Okay. I'm still let me. Trying let to me process. explain. Okay. Let me explain. Where I grew up. Yes. Where I'm not gonna say Massachusetts where I grew up, but I will say if you wanna do the work and you figure this out, where we grew up, the very fine plant was like right next door. So we we had more, we got free deliveries. All the schools got deliveries of very fine fruit punch. Then they got you know.
1: Oh, so it was just to save money. Yes. <laughs> wow. That. <laughs> Talk about cutting corners. On Massachusetts kids
0: public schools. That's why my no generation child is the left fattest.
1: behind.
0: <laughs> Does that make you feel better? No,
1: it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> it rocks me to my core. Okay. Anyway, speaking of entitled children.
0: <laughs> so, he- here's um, the thing. Here's the thing about Sarah. Yes. She actually, as as a heroine, uh, Liesel Matthews or Liesel Liesile,
1: and which we found out she's a real princess.
0: Yeah, she's she's heiress. She's a to Forbes
1: h- princess. No,
0: oh wait, well yeah, she's on the Forbes. She was.
1: Yeah. Is. is? She's, uh, she's got money. She is loaded.
0: Yeah, she is a a Hyatt princess. She is part of the Hyatt fortune. Yeah. Her stage name was Liesel Matthews. That's a lot of crackers. I don't know what her her real name is, but I do know that she sued her her uh, father who was trying to steal her trust fund she and her, brother, her, her and her brother her and her brother both got 500 million dollars in their payout and that was in like 2010 mm. so I she, I mean if she blew all that money then she really is a little princess, but I doubt it. I think she started philanthropy and she gets it all back oh okay so she really is a princess yeah but uh she is a better person than me
1: mm, yeah
0: so her and her father who is davos seaworth
1: as we oh my god yeah when Liam he told Cunningham, me that i did a double take because i just i couldn't see it
0: well young him is a very handsome man
1: this is true.
0: Like, like I thought it this was is true. Jason He's Isaac. He's a very
1: handsome British man. Yeah, like, you thought he was Malfoy.
0: When I was a child, I always thought it was it was Malfoy because I always watched The Patriot with Malfoy in it, and I was like, oh, it's the same actor. All British people are the same. That wow, that's...
1: Scott. Wow. They have the now same. Now we know how you really feel.
0: They have the same hairline, and they have the same like facial and teeth.
1: Pe- Do they have the same teeth too? Same bad teeth is what is that? What you're going with? Scott? No, I. I see I see what you're doing.
0: My love for British actors <laughs> starts with Charles Dance and goes to <laughs> Alan Rickman. But no, no, I just thought that you...
1: This is because of the fruit punch, isn't it? Yes. It's gone in your head.
0: But you, you also, before we watched the movie again, you did think at first...
1: No, I didn't. No, I didn't. The second it came on screen, I was like, no, wait, no, that's not Malfoy. No, no,
0: before we watched it. Yeah,
1: because it's been a while since I've watched right, it. Right, right. That, Even that, though I used to watch this movie, like, all the time. Right, that
0: that's my point, is that, like, we thought... Initially. Initially. It, but as soon as he came on, I realized that it was Davo Seaworth.
1: Well, you looked it up on your phone, but sure.
0: <laughs> well, he, yeah. he had... He oh, had, yeah,
1: you recognized it right away. Well... I
0: don't watch because Game of Thrones nearly as much as you do. But, but I was like, he looks so familiar. Yeah, That's, you're so behind. I really am. But he looks so familiar. Mm. So I looked it up. I was like, oh, is Davos Seaworth.
1: Yeah. I bet he was smuggling those Ritz crackers, too.
0: Honestly, if they're British and they lived in India, they wouldn't be Ritz crackers. They would be like a watercress cracker. Like...
1: Water grass cracker. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. don't know Yeah, what... no, I know what they are. I know what they are. It's just
0: <laughs> I'm just saying they would be those dry fancy schmancy British crackers. Mm. Yeah. Like, and especially if he, him and his company is helping with World War One, which that's how far back we are, people. Yeah. They're in World War One. Right. That's why he has to dump his daughter off in uh America. It's not really America, it's clearly a British soundstage.
1: Well, yeah, but so this takes place in the, the school where she goes to um, is in New York, and it's where her dead mom went to school. Dead mom, dead mom, Sarah's got a dead mom. The
0: mom looks like Adina Menzel. She
1: does look like a Dina Menzel.
0: I'm, I'm, Another princess. I'm not convinced it wasn't just like, like, this is around the time she was doing Rent. They clearly just took a, a photo of a young actress- they did this all the time. It had to be Adina Menzel. Can
1: somebody out there do more in-depth research and figure out who the woman in the picture was for us? Because we really want to know.
0: Or tweet at Adina Menzel. When you were younger starting out, did you... Have were to... you
1: in a locket?
0: Were you in a locket for a little princess?
1: <laughs> um. Yeah, this is actually where my obsession with lockets started. And it wasn't even like, ooh, it's a fancy piece of jewelry. It was like, I can keep my secrets in there.
0: Are you Okay.
1: It could be worse, I could be drinking fruit punch with Oreos. <laughs> anyway, you're never going to hear the end of that. You're don't, never going to hear the end of it. Don't
0: knock it till you try it.
1: I don't want to try it. That sounds disgusting.
0: <laughs> it's sugar on top of sugar.
1: Yeah, that's a dream for a kid, but now my ch- taste buds have changed. Well, I
0: don't do it now. <laughs> uh, like a normal We're going to
1: per- do an experiment later in the week. No, please yes, don't. Yes, yes no. we are.
0: It's not gonna go well, no.
1: Anyway, wait—you so just
0: want an excuse to buy Oreos.
1: Plan foiled again. <laughs> anyway, so um, so he takes her to this school, this fancy schmancy school—the
0: Minchin School for.
1: Girls. Yeah. Doesn't that sound delightful? The Minchin school for well, girls. Well, the sign, honestly, Minchin. it
0: looked like, it, it looked like the same sign for, um, Minchin from, sounds from, like from a Deadpool. Con-
1: it does. It so does. I
0: was expecting like Ryan Reynolds to be there.
1: <laughs> That'd be amazing. Just, he's hanging out. He's got like a little curly cue wig and a bow in his hair, but he's in his Deadpool costume. Hi girls. <sighs> Just Sarah, me, you don't want to be neighbor- my friend anymore? <laughs> Just me, your friendly neighborhood deadpool. Um but so yeah, Minchin sounds like a condition for like butt itch. But so we're introduced Please see a doctor. Yeah. Um <laughs> Warning, a little princess may cause butt itch. Um so we're introduced to the first Minchin sister who runs the, the school. Amelia. Yeah. Amelia is the nice one and her sister walks down the steps like she's I don't even know how to describe it it's just like the she's evil... Edna mode yeah she's no Edna mode has like a little hop in her step ah, this is man. like more of an evil glide
0: well she looks exactly you know Angelica
1: like... Houston in uh uh what you call it in um Adams family no I-, I was gonna say ever after
0: she oh, has this okay. she
1: has this it's the evil stepmother glide Oh, I'm trademarking it now.
0: Okay, so the actress who plays her is uh, Eleanor Braun, who looks exactly like the evil stepmother from Cinderella.
1: That's, yeah. If you need to, if you don't see this movie...
0: Just put a wart on her neck or a mole or something. A wart, a mole. But Eleanor Braun, uh, she got cast in this because Alfonso Cuaron was a huge Beatles fan, and she was in the movie Help. She played Princess Achmin, and... (laughs) <laughs> and then from there, she was also in Bedazzled, and she was a huge actress in London in the oh, 1960s. We got Idina
1: Menzel, we got Princess Namimimi. Ach, mean. We got Sarah.
0: Well, she's a real princess. Mm. Also, she she's the mom, she was the mom well, or so, grandma from Wimbledon. Right, so
1: where that whole thing comes from, the reason it's called A Little Princess, is because the movie starts out... Because her father know.
0: told her lies as a child. <laughs>
1: No, actually, the other woman, the woman in India, her, uh, I don't know if it's a nanny or who she is, she's just this woman that is for, like, friend of the family, and she goes, like, oh, women are princesses, it is our right. Entitled much?
0: Um. <laughs> look at these millennials. I'm not gonna, like... If people pointed the finger at Fred Rogers for telling everyone they're special, then they should have pointed the finger at Alfonso Cuaron for telling every girl that she is a princess. Yeah, he
1: was doing it long before Disney did. Just kidding.
0: No, no, Disney was doing it I know. No, but but for the 90s, this film, though it did really bad in theaters, Mm -hmm. it did really well on video. So there were a lot of young girls because... I know that my sister watched it a ton. Right. And then by default, that meant I watched it a ton because... Now,
1: now, I don't want to go over, like, the plot in detail because her time at the school, like, it can best be explained by if we just talk about the characters. So, like, we have... So we have the evil stepmother headmistress who is, like, very clearly, like, in it for the money.
0: I, I, can't, I can't wrap my head around mentions because at first she comes off as nice.
1: Well, yeah. Because and- this is, like you know opening your door to a bank like like <laughs> she knows what, like that she's going to get loaded from this kid
0: and she does everything right and wrong in the beginning but she's doing it she's doing the right thing for the wrong reason she gives she gives sarah the nicest room
1: well no i think the dad orchestrated that for her the dad orchestrates everything. He makes Dabbo it very clear. Seaworth. He makes it very clear that, you know, he tells Minchin that, like, whatever Sarah wants, Sarah gets. <laughs> yeah, but
0: that's the weird thing. Because there is one girl um, mm-hmm. who is told that she can get whatever she wants. And she is a total little brat. And right. then, then there's Sarah who's told she can get whatever she wants. And she is the sweetest thing on the face of the earth. She is, like, she will give you instant diabetes. That's how sweet she is.
1: She is very cute. Um, but you gotta, I mean, it's just all on how you were raised, and she wasn't raised to think that money really matters, and I think losing her mom kind of maybe humbled her a bit. Yeah, because but,
0: she was, like, six or seven when she actually lost her mom.
1: Right. And, and being raised by a dad, and you know, being you know, uh, traveling a lot more, she's probably.
0: But the you way know, they the way they tell you that the mom died, and how she died.
1: It was a mosquito. <laughs> the
0: the way they tell her how she died, and 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 all the details of it, is it, so nonchalant. She's like, yeah, my mom died when she was giving birth to my sister. Dum de dum de dum de dum. I know. I don't have a mother either. You don't? Where is
1: she? In heaven, with my baby sister. But that doesn't mean I can't talk to her. I tell her everything. And I know she hears me. How? Because that's what angels do.
0: And it's like what
1: I the wish it was. Fuck? That's why I said a mosquito, because I wish that was it. But like they just dropped the whole died in childbirth on us. Like it's no big the deal. The baby
0: died. My mom died. My dad took me out for oh, yeah, an ice cream Sunday. Oh she's in heaven
1: with my baby sister. <coughs> <coughs> my heart.
0: <coughs> because. Oh god. Because okay, uh. so the girls' names at this school.
1: Oh, they're pri- They're they're just priceless. So we a, got Lavinia, who's like the school bully, which you know that. Okay, so
0: so we brought up the fact that this movie got destroyed by Die Hard with a Vengeance. The girl who plays Lavinia was in the original Die Hard as John McClane's daughter, Lucy.
1: Seriously? Yes! Okay.
0: That blows my mind. She was also on Kirk Cameron's show that he did after Growing Pains. The one that got cancelled when he started to do the religious agenda.
1: (laughs) Yay, Jesus! Because
0: I remember, like, she went on TV and they're like, oh, what's it like working with Kirk Cameron and Lavinia's like, ah oh, he's nice. <laughs> and they're like, is he? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but in this movie, she is a total brat. Oh, yeah. She is a monster. I, th-
1: I love the way she's introduced. It's like the perfect introduction of the school bully. She doesn't talk. Sarah just comes in, and she's sitting in a desk behind another girl. And she just takes the girl's hair and puts it in ink like... I can do whatever I want. It's, like, the ultimate power move. This is, like, prison-worthy, like, like sending a signal, like, you're next.
0: So, originally, she, I'm trying to remember, either Kirsten Dunst was originally supposed to play her or mm. play Sarah. I'm pretty sure it was her. I
1: could see her playing either one.
0: Because she did an Interview with the Vampire instead. Yeah. Smart. And, and then, then she did Jumanji. mm any who's yeah but <laughs> i
1: just i love that introduction that's hands down the best bully introduction i've ever seen because and it's just it's just so c- cold and calculating and it also introduces us to another character
0: neville i mean ermagird i mean
1: <laughs> yeah Erminger <Ermagard>. but she, <laughs> her name is literally ermengard ermengard oh her parents hated her
0: her family is clearly german
1: is it, is it a german name
0: it's either german or or like Norse it's 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 very of that time okay but we're gonna call her ermaggard Ermigerd. Ermigerd,
1: hermagd print issues um
0: but, but she is played by if you remember the music video um no rain by blind melon she's the bumblebee girl yeah tra- let me try and find her name because i i have it right here but she, she pulled a Neville Longbottom in real life. Yeah,
1: she glowed up hard.
0: Yeah, Heather Deloach.
1: Deloach, much and, better than Gerd.
0: So she was not only in this, or in mm. the Blind Mellon music video. She was in another famous thing. Um, mm. well, oh, the Beautician and the Beast. She she was basically in the Nanny the movie with Fran Drescher.
1: I remember that movie. <gasps>
0: I don't want to. Oh, but you should. That's it's just so it's watching a two-hour version of The Nanny.
1: And Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> but he's uh. Anyway, um, so yeah, Erman Erman er- Rom- God is um the basically. I don't- I don't she's know what- the
0: Neville. she's yeah, the she- Neville. Longbutton. Yeah, she's the
1: Neville. She's an easy target.
0: She's literally, in real life and in this movie, Neville Longbottom. She's
1: clearly too nice and too quiet to be in this this school. This is a school for, you know, well...
0: Rich heiresses. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And she is a rich heiress, but but she's like, "'My dad doesn't like me. He says I'm too chubby. My freckles are getting in the way. I have no friends and I have classes.'" Oh my god, where's the therapist on her? But
1: sweetie, you have so much money. You're probably going to lose it once the depression hits, but for now you're okay. Anyway.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not, because my dad says I we're love- moving to Canada.
1: She's a piano prodigy, though. Like, they show her her character playing the piano later, and it's clear Oh, like- so
0: when the depression hits, she'll be fine, because she'll yeah. just be playing in old vaudeville theaters. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
1: Yeah, she's good. She'll be fine. Um. But... Yeah, they show her in math class and, like, she's clearly not doing well. And it really reminded me, sent me back, right back to math. <laughs> I was the Gerd.
0: You were Ermengerd?
1: Yeah, I was the Ermengerd of math.
0: And then the one girl who is adorable, but she's a pain in the oh, butt. I, she's Lottie. my favorite. Lottie? I love
1: Lottie. Uh,
0: I was getting... I. She
1: just screams for no reason. That's what I want to do every Monday morning.
0: The girl who played Lottie... uh. The way she looks now looks exactly like another girl uh-huh. who played lavinia's uh evil hench girl, so I was getting them confused um uh-huh. when I was reading the i m d b and now I realize they look nothing alike oh yeah, <laughs> like in the movie
1: uh but i love I love Sarah's interactions with Lottie. I love everyone's interactions with Lottie because Lottie is just
0: oh she runs that place
1: oh. She's got everybody dancing Even Even
0: Minchin, who yeah. Is... yeah,
1: Minchin, as scary as the other Minchin sister is, she wants nothing to do with Lottie. She sends her little sister to go deal with it.
0: Please deal She's with She's like, Lottie. please,
1: I have to torment this other girl. If you could just shut that one up, that would be great.
0: So there were other girls who got their start, famous actresses who got their start in this mm-hmm. movie. And the most prominent one who has like two lines in the movie mm-hmm. is Camilla Bell. Right. from from uh Practical Magic she played young Sandy B. Oh yeah, okay. But she was also the one who was in that love triangle with Taylor Swift and Joe Jonas. Seriously? And she also was in a love triangle with oh. Taylor Lautner and Taylor Swift. But anyway. this was her first movie. Yeah. Good for her.
1: I just love the way they introduce racism in this world. But Becky? Yeah, because it's so it's so simple and it's like from a child's perspective, they, they show racism from a child's perspective, which is interesting. And because they show Becky in the hallway and she's mopping the floors, you know, and uh, Sarah is, you know, like, why can't we talk to her? Why can't we interact with her? And Lottie says, well, she's black. And Sarah just kind of gives her a look and Lottie goes, well, doesn't that mean something? And I think that's really, really interesting because, you know, a child doesn't understand what racism is they just learn it. it racism is learned and that just goes to show how it's learned
0: wow Alfonso Cuaron was way before his time <laughs> so as we said before Becky's played by Vanessa Lee Chester who was in *The Lost World Jurassic Park and Harriet the Spy which basically her career was these three films right um and I will always remember her as Janie Gibbs in Harriet the Spy because mm. she made science cool <laughs> But here as Becky
1: Oh she does such a good job.
0: She's my favorite. She's mm. just like she's like, I just want a family. I don't know what parents are. I woke up one day and I was mopping this floor.
1: Well, to be fair, that happens to Sarah too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what what if what if we find out Becky's story is that she had rich parents and then the same exact thing, but no happy ending for her? <laughs>
1: Like she was the little princess before the little princess. Um Um
0: one thing that they given did- the
1: time period I'm gonna go with that did not happen. No,
0: I I'm well aware. <laughs> but the one thing that I actually like that, that they do is mm-hmm. they, they set you up making you think that this is gonna be like the Shirley Temple one. They even give mm-hmm. um Sarah the Shirley Temple curls. And then yeah. then they're like, Guess what? Nope. <laughs> and then they're like Now she's poor, and now she has regular hair like everyone else. Because
1: money makes your hair curl. Don't you... It gives it its volume. If
0: that... Okay, if that was really the message, that money makes your hair curl...
1: (laughs) Don't you know the old saying, the bigger the hair, the closer you are to Goldman Sachs?
0: (laughs) So, um, as we said before, Alfonso uh, Cuaron has a color scheme. Yeah. And here... The two Speaking colors are green, which represents wealth and money, and how it's vapid and has no meaning whatsoever. Yeah,
1: it's, it's meant to show the emptiness of money, whereas gold, the other color, is meant to represent wealth, but like, Inter- like eternal
0: wealth, like like internal yeah, wealth. Yeah, yeah, moral which, wealth. Isn't that a great message for a kids' film? Because over their heads, this will go. <laughs> what What I love. Okay, so. Every time there You got to have
1: something for the parents.
0: But I think it still went over the heads of the parents, too. Like, they're not going to be like, oh, I get it. Green, money, gold, you know, internal princess freedom, love, you know, power. No.
1: Well, she does have her, like, Malcolm X moment later. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it.
0: (laughs) We didn't land on Minchin Hall. Minchin Hall landed on us.
1: But, so, yeah. Because
0: well, she stands up, and, and like, you can just see Becky, like, peering through in the corner as she's yelling at M- Minchin, how yeah. she really is a princess. Like, everyone's like, whoa, she's standing up for herself.
1: I am a princess. Oh. All girls are. Even if they live in tiny old attics, even if they dress in rags, even if they aren't pretty or smart or young, they're still princesses. All of us. Didn't your father ever tell you that? Didn't he?
0: Next door is uh, the Randolph estate, which yeah. which is this old man who I originally thought when I when I saw this movie, I thought it was Mickey yeah. Rooney, but it's yeah. not.
1: This this movie takes place in wartime and so her dad obviously is dropping her off because he's going to, you know, fight the fight the Nazis. <laughs> he's gonna go no, fight the Krauts.
0: No, no, yes. But not Nazis. This oh was yeah, sorry,
1: World War One. Franz Ferdinand. World War
0: I. Franz Ferdinand. They're going to fight a early <laughs> 2000s band. Okay. Um what I, here I
1: thought it, he was like a, a duke or something.
0: <laughs> what I would have loved... An
1: archduke to be more specific.
0: When he's saying goodbye to his daughter and the guy next door is saying goodbye to his dad, I would love to be like, hey, you want to split a cab? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're both going to the same place.
1: Yeah, they're dead.
0: <laughs> not really for him. Not well, really. technically. Um,
1: But so, yeah, this is... Sarah sees all of this from her window, which I like that perspective because they could have just, you know, showed us it from, like, a street view or they could have just shown it from, you know, uh, Randolph and his manservant... Uh, Ram Ramdas. Yeah, Ramdas. He's Who, the, okay. He's from India. He lives next door. He, he's he traveled mans. on
0: the boat with them, which I love that little detail. Yeah. Because, like... Sarah is on her dad's lap, and their relationship is very strange. They do- <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I
1: mean they do establish that like they're you know they're all each other has, and you know they have a very close you know father daughter bond. But it's a gets little a little too creepy close. at times. She does like ha- do this weird face touchy thing. And- which
0: which I pointed out to you, I was like, oh my god, they stole that for Face Off. I bet John Travolta was watching that movie because in Face Off. Same thing, they touch each other's faces, the same way, and I was like, "Oh my God, they're stealing."
1: Yeah, well, I, he's like, the dad when she's doing this is like, "Oh, are you memorizing me by heart?" And she's like, "Oh no, I already know you by heart. Then why are you doing it?"
0: <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> That's it's never weird. explained. Cause it's creepy.
1: Um. So, uh, long story short,
0: on the, the boat- sun,
1: uh, on the boat. Oh, oh, we,
0: we were on Ramdas.
1: Yeah, Ramdas.
0: Well, Ramdas. He has a monkey.
1: Yes, Ramdas has a monkey. Really? That's. Okay. That's so, an important factoid? Well, th-
0: for me, it is because in the 90s, to make your movie good, you needed to have a capuchin monkey in it. This, is that a fact? Yeah, this, Monkey Trouble, um, George of the Jungle, like these movies. Capuchin monkeys in the 90s. Oh, it was a outbreak. big
1: market for Capuchin. Yeah, it was a good time huge. for Capuchin monkey trainers.
0: Huge. Um. So the guy who plays Ramdos, I I was shocked when I found out that he played Kumar's dad in Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Mm. I was like, I thought you had class.
1: <laughs> well, here he's, he's oh, really Oh, here good. he's
0: awesome. Yeah. He's so magical. Like, like they hint at it when... when you first meet him Yeah he's because... got
1: like this super intuition.
0: Well not just I that. mean
1: granted he did see her Sarah on the boat with her dad, so he knows who they are and so that plays into the story later.
0: But his music cue his music cue when they introduce him because Sarah Well the and...
1: music cue is a little
0: it's a l- it appropriate, okay,
1: maybe a little culturally insensitive.
0: Well I mean it it the, 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 the music cue I'm talking about is when it just it goes to just, like, a huge, like... Crescendo? Yeah, just as soon as he... Because they're having this beautiful moment, and then, like, it's a very peaceful music, and then it gets super intense, and there he is, and you're like, whoa, who's this guy? Yeah. And they never address it until, like, halfway through the movie.
1: Yeah. So, oh, I thought... Oh, never mind. Maybe I'm thinking of a different character from a different movie. Um,
0: oh, Secret Garden? Maybe. Because they do the same thing in The Secret Garden.
1: Right. Okay. But it's
0: way more offensive. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, that's The Secret Garden, which...
1: Wait, who's the character in *A Secret Garden?
0: Ah, uh, Oh, my... I know what... I can't remember.
1: Well, the two movies are, like, basically the same. They
0: came out a year apart, same screenwriter.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same basic story. Girl travels from India to England. She suffers a hard time. Anyway... <laughs>
0: Life is hard for a nineteen nineties actress pretending to be in nineteen fourteen. <laughs> but what I what I love about Sarah's relationship with not just like her father, but also with Ramdas and with Becky, like everyone, even Lavinia, likes her. She Lavinia doesn't want to, but you can tell like a little seed is planted, like, I could learn a lot from her if I'm not chopping her head off.
1: Yeah, it's more like just like She's feels threatened. Yes. Yeah. She's she's like top dog at this school, clearly. The,
0: <laughs> the the one who I feel like loves her the most, but they never like address it is Amelia mentioned
1: Yeah. She's like. Well, oh! she. Sarah helps her love life.
0: Sarah. Okay.
1: Sarah uh, sets her up with uh, the the grocer. milkman. Sorry. Yeah. The I milkman. I always think he's the grocer. The the milkman. Which uh, ain't that a metaphor
0: <laughs> metaphor or accurate stereotype from the 1950s. That started maybe in that maybe
1: that's better. Um,
0: the guy who plays the milkman looks like a milkman. Yeah. That that that's what he looks like. He just do comes think, on. He just do comes, you think
1: he just walked in the rehearsal and be like, and I, I have your milk here. Yeah, uh, you're yep. hired. Well done, sir. Well done.
0: Do I get my SAG card
1: now? (laughs) Did you study under Del Close? Because you are amazing.
0: No, I studied under Hood and Stanislavski. (laughs) I I just love... Okay, so Rusty Schwimmer plays the sister. Yeah. And I love Rusty Schwimmer. She played um, Louis C.K.'s uh, pregnant sister on Louis. She's been in everything for years. And you would never know her. Yeah. Because she's a chameleon and she is great in this. Yeah. And another chameleon in this movie who was in a movie we talked about last week from Buckaroo Banzai, Vincent Chiavelli plays the executor of uh, Mr. Cruz's Will. <laughs>
1: I mean he's barely in the movie.
0: But when he comes on, he has he it doesn't matter if he's only in the movie for 3 minutes. He comes on, he has a top hat, he has a curly cue mustache and a pointed beard and damn does he sell his scene.
1: He is the perfect person to deliver death news, which he does. Because he's as He's wearing turns a out, cape. It's more of like a, It's a
0: shawl, but Yeah. but like, but he looks like the devil.
1: Yeah, he really does. Again, perfect person to deliver death news.
0: And when does he deliver it on?
1: Her birthday! Surprise! You can tell, like, the look on his face when he sees the cake and balloons. He's like, oh, maybe I should come back. No, and Miss Minchin just, like, grabs him, like, no, you mentioned something about money?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like, maybe I should come back. Uh, th- there's a... uh. There's a dumpling house down the street. I'll come back in. No, 20- no,
1: you said something about money. I think we. No, need to I could come out. really go for please, some dim please sum. Please, please, come in. Her dad is
0: dead. Her dad is dead. <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if that's what he just did?
1: Well, he, he's he yeah he's just like yeah she literally like the first thing she mentions to him is like oh yeah the bill for this party's gonna be exorbitant <laughs> and then he's like oh.
0: Lady, you have no class. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, sweetie, honey, there will be no bill.
0: And then Sarah's like, we can all share the cake. And she's like, everyone party's over.
1: Yeah, she just oh. comes in.
0: No, what would have been great? If she just comes in smoking a cigarette and just, or a cigar and just, just puts p- it out in the cake. No more party. Everyone she's go popping
1: up. balloons with her, like, pin.
0: Did they have balloons? Yeah, they did. Okay.
1: With helium. They floated. Which I didn't think was a thing in the nineteen, whatever's. Nineteen fourteen. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, the scene that they before the birthday scene was the father dying. He well, doesn't really he they die. show
1: him in war. He finds. Uh, um,
0: Randolph's son.
1: Yeah, he finds Randolph's son. He tries to get him to safety from like poison gas.
0: Oh, it is mustard gas. <laughs> yeah. It, it is. It is like. This is Wonder before Wo- the Geneva Convention. This is Wonder Woman-style mustard gas. Like, in the background, you can just see Steve Trevor flying his plane into the ocean. Aww. <laughs> but, no. Aww. I was Where's like, Wonder Woman when you need her? Well, okay, the funny thing is, as we were watching this, we were predicting lines and scenes that we were totally joking about. But they really happen live. I was like, "Oh, here comes the mustard gas!" And then and there came the mustard gas. So I was like, "Holy hell!" Well, see,
1: I knew that was coming. But... I,
0: I but I forgot about the mustard gas because the last time I saw this, I mm-hmm. was eight.
1: Um, so but... yeah, he. So he, they they trick you into thinking he's dead because he just collapses on the ground, and you know, there's the dramatic like fade away. And
0: They do the slow burn sad, dissolve.
1: Yes, yeah, sad music. And um and then obviously it's not clear until you because know Dr. The- Death comes to visit.
0: <laughs> and then then like the next day showing up at Randolph's home is his son. What? Isn't or like No no, no Randolph gets the news that his son is dead or missing. Yes. MIA. Yeah. And that they found a body and they're gonna deliver it to him.
1: Yeah, like it's
0: Papa Gino's. Like no, they
1: don't. They don't deliver a body to him. We're we're getting a little ahead. Okay,
0: um, this is where I got confused. Yeah, all uh, I remember is she becomes poor.
1: Yeah, she becomes poor. <laughs> Party's over. Her life is over, really, because she, yeah, uh, uh, Miss Minchin. Uh, evil the evil one is basically just like you know
0: now you're an indentured (laughs) sir
1: basically like you owe me all this money now get up in that attic (laughs) put on a black dress because you got some floors to mop
0: i'm surprised that she didn't get pneumonia right away
1: yeah because she goes up to that that uh leaky uh um
0: attic with all the rats
1: (laughs) yeah well, mice, mice. Mice. At least there was mice, Scott. It's a
0: Warner Brothers movie, so they're mice, but yeah. if this was Fox... And she's a those
1: princess. Would... They have to be mice.
0: Because they have to sing.
1: Yes, but there's no singing. And... Unless it's Yentl. <laughs> Papa, can you oh, hear th- me? That's, that's
0: where we predicted, and she just goes, Papa, and you and I go, <laughs> Papa, can you hear me? And she goes, Papa, can you hear me? And we were like, what the hell? Are we magic? Is she Yentl? <laughs>
1: But yeah, no. She's talking to her doll that her dad gave her.
0: Because her dad predicted Toy Story.
1: He did. He's like, this went, movie predicts so many things.
0: In six Toy months, Story. there's going to be a movie about toys that Idina move. Idina
1: Menzel.
0: Adele De So. Ermengard. Ermengard, um, yeah. The, the 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 lines that we predicted in this movie. The the Papa, can you hear me? There was another one. And then like the Ooh, mustard gas. It was like we were making fun of it, even though we loved this movie, but it's still uh
1: You can make fun of any movie no matter how much. But you it love was it. creepy
0: how like accurate we were. Right. <laughs> like Like we're yeah. like, Oh, we're so clever and then they would say the line that we literally just said and we're like, What the hell is yeah. going on?
1: I just <laughs> And Sarah's optimism during this situation is commendable. It's, like, worthy of a Disney princess. Although, b- actually, before I get into that, I just have to say, speaking of lines, uh, if you took a shot every time Sarah said Papa, you would be dead. Or princess. <laughs> or if you just saw the color green.
0: If you saw the color green, you would be in, like, a body bag by the end of this movie. Yeah. What think I- okay, every so-
1: scene. Every single scene.
0: So what I wanted to point out is, Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert loved this movie so much they gave it two thumbs up, but they loved it so much that when a, a bad kids movie came out, like
1: they compared it to this one,
0: so much so like with the Babysitters Club, they're like, in The Little Princess, you have girls who are you know smart and funny. This film is not smart and funny. They try to do the same thing. And then Now and Then came out and they're like, and a little princess. And they did that. <laughs> then Babe came out and they're like, finally, a film that is worthy of being out of the same status as a little princess. <laughs> like,
1: Oh, it was like their favorite child.
0: It truly was. And I think it was on, it was either on Roger or Gene's best of uh, 1995
1: list. Oh, wow. Nice. I just love... How Sarah's optimism at this point—it's—it's like—it's commendable. <laughs> Daddy's it's not It's worthy dead. of a princess because she has to, you know, stare uh, cruelty in the face, and you know.
0: But but deep down inside, like it felt like she was like, "Daddy's not dead. He's going to be back any moment now. He's yeah. just—he's just at the store. Yeah. That's right. He's getting more of the crackers." I just
1: love how she looks at the headmistress and she's like, "Do you ever believe in something just to make it real? Um, we call that a delusion. We
0: call that life." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever believe in something even though it's not real? Yes, every day.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: One day we will all win the lottery and we will all be princesses in our green dresses eating our very bright apples. The apples in this movie.
1: Yeah, all the fruit in this movie, really all the food.
0: Okay. You know I'm I I'm not big on fruit even though it's healthy for me and it will keep me alive but i wanted to eat those apples
1: not just the apples there was but, t- like
0: i'm just saying that if alfonso chiron was a
1: smorgasbord at the end
0: i'm just saying that if alfonso chiron was our fruit guy I, think, I would be eating more fruit oh i see Get I'll, alfonso I'll be sure on to
1: film all of our fruit to make you eat it
0: <laughs> if you can do it cinematically with dutch angles and swooping shots then is well, that
1: what it's going to take it just mr make- fruit punch and Oreos?
0: Twenty minutes. We made it twenty minutes. Don't uh, blame me. I blame think, the Massachusetts school system. I again I was five. They just put the Oreos in front of me and they said, Here, drink. Uh, and I said, Do you have milk? And they said, We have very fine fruit bunch and I said, Good enough.
1: But I, I think the the way they film the food in here is just it's it's it it's just
0: for a second film, it's so impressive. Yeah, it For really his is. first American film. It
1: speaks film, to the sets, the way they're filmed. Like, even when it transitions to that story she's telling um, that's taken from the Ramayana, it it's, like, clear it's, like, on a very simple stage, but the way it's filmed and, like, the colors, it's so rich and, like, beautiful.
0: Is it weird that the two films that, that are about the Ramayana that kind of make this mm-hmm. story, like accurate are this and cita sings mm-hmm. the blues <laughs> like yeah
1: this is cita sings the blues the movie <laughs> i'm just saying Which, you guys should check that out on youtube it's really it's a really cool it's free um, history it's lesson. also free
0: on her website too
1: yeah um but even I- some of the scenes that could come off cheesy are really beautiful like i i have no other way to describe it i just call it the tai chi scene
0: <laughs> with her and ramdas
1: yeah like they're, that's they're, my
0: favorite scene in the movie
1: well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's what they use for, like, all of the, the trailers. trailers and everything. She she goes out the window, and, like, it's... it's snowing. Like, she, you just, just when you think she couldn't get more sad and poor, <laughs> she's, like, she goes out the window, it's snowing, there's this beautiful scene between her and Ram Dass, and they're doing, I don't know what it is, I just call it Tai Chi because I have no other word for it. Um, they're
0: doing the mirror exercise. If yeah. you ever took an improv class.
1: Yeah. They really are. Which, again, she should get pneumonia.
0: <laughs> First they're going to do the mirror exercise, and then they're going to play a nice round of yes and. <laughs> oh, just... was this before or after she had her Aladdin moment?
1: Her Aladdin moment?
0: Where she... she fought... No, that was
1: before. That was before, because her room still looked drab.
0: No, no, I mean when she gets the money in the street and she buys the Cinnabon.
1: The Cinnabon?
0: The the sticky <laughs> bun. <laughs> That's right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 'cause Cinnabon was big in the nineteen.
0: <laughs> Where do you think it came from? Nineteen fourteen. <laughs> That's they're gonna they're gonna make that fake story in nineteen fourteen. Like- Bob Cinnabon. <laughs> He built she, his empire giving giving pastries to poor girls yeah. whose father mysteriously died in World War 1. He then took his empire and he brought it to the malls.
1: I just love how like the reason she gets the money cuz she's out she's poor now and she's going to shop and uh the she woman has to
0: buy the fish for Yeah, the, a
1: woman it, she like uh,
0: a little girl.
1: Yeah, a, l- a little girl. Gives her money because she thinks she's like, you know, fan handling. Yeah. And I just wanted, I, I wanted more than anything at this moment for her to just be like, just throw down the money and be like, damn you, I used to be the heiress to the Nabisco fortune. And then I, I wanted created
0: her- Oreos. I said, Father, what can go with my fruit punch? That's right. That's right. Sarah Crew drinks fruit punch and Oreos just saying you're not
1: helping yourself i know i'm not but i just i wish she went into that little that store where she gets the cinnamon bun and she like leans over to him grabs his hand and pats it and it's just like don't worry change keep the change don't worry you're gonna need the money to do that startup in airports
0: and malls
1: (laughs) you'll be everywhere
0: now I'm gonna go to the guy who's making the donuts, Duncan, Winchell. <laughs> so, so she's sitting on when she's sitting on the bench and she's about to eat the the cinnamon yeah. bun. Before you see like the the girls who are handing out the flowers,
1: because there are yeah. other poor people in this world, not just her.
0: Right, but but she does the thing that I love in movies that no one does. She picks it up, looks at it, and goes, <laughs> and like smacks her lips. I was like. No one does that
1: (laughs) you do if you're hungry and poor and you've been living off that porridge they show earlier I like
0: paste (laughs) it looks like paste but so then she sees that's what they
1: use to hold up the sets together
0: she she then sees a mother who clearly looks like she's you know wasting away to nothing and her daughter who you would think that she was just like on a codeine bender she's just like huh where am I food, food.
1: flower, flower.
0: So Sarah's like, oh man, they're worse than me. And she, <laughs> she's like I, and like, I, like...
1: I love how it's like... It puts to life like into perspective. Of, yeah, it's like an act of kindness, but when really, it's an act of pity.
0: <sighs> she's like, oh, they're hungry too. Oh, it
1: could be worse, <laughs> at least.
0: <laughs> oh man, and I thought my life was bad. Uh, so... But-
1: but they give her a flower, and they're like, oh, for the princess. Okay, first of all, I... I no,
0: no, she doesn't say for the princess. Yes, yeah,
1: no, she goes for she the princess. She says for
0: the little princess.
1: No, she, no, she yes, says... Yes, she did, because I went, oh, she said the name of the movie! No, she said for the princess. I, I will bet you ten Oreos.
0: How many very fines
1: I will bet you all of the very finds. <laughs> She goes, for the princess. Who's
0: the one who says the title of the movie? Is it Minchin? I think it's Minchin. Okay, because at one point, y- yeah, it was that scene. It was like right after that because she says, oh, you're a little princess. And I go, ooh, is it the name of the movie? And you're like, this is a very serious scene.
1: <laughs> yeah, the headmistress has the, the charm and the bedside manner of belly button lint.
0: <sighs> when she, okay. Uh, she's
1: just so she's I so evil, say that and I love every minute. Of Eleanor it.
0: Braun does a fantastic job. Um, she was not nominated for an Oscar, but this film was nominated for two Oscars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can you guess them?
1: Uh, filmography.
0: Yep. Cinematography. Well,
1: close enough. And production um, design.
0: Yeah, production design. Bo Welch did the production design of this. It's the same a- guy who who created Beetlejuice's production design did this. It's
1: very aesthetically pleasing.
0: But does that blow your mind? The guy who did Beetlejuice...
1: Not did... really, because it's, like, he's clearly very detail-oriented, and he knows how certain things should be shot, and he knows his colors.
0: And he's also married to Catherine O'Hara, the mom from Home Alone and Beetlejuice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but his, his design... This guy, I think... Oh, was it... I think he actually... Won the he won the Golden Globe for this. Mm-hmm. But his production design on this, the detail that he puts into the, to the little things,
1: uh, and the costumes too. The costumes are incredible. I know he wasn't in charge of that, but the like it's clear he he bl- like everything was blended together so beautifully. The world that you know is created in this film is just wonderful to look at. It's a treat for the eyes. It really is.
0: And. <laughs> A treat for the eyes, Haley Curland.
1: <laughs> There's the T-shirt.
0: <laughs> but when she's telling her story, so um. so when she she starts telling her story, I love when she has her big day giving this lady a Cinnabon. <laughs> she goes up. No, she
1: gives it to the youngest girl. And, right,
0: but but then that night she's proud of herself, and her and Sarah start telling bedtime stories. I mean, her and Becky start having slumber parties. Well, yeah. And it's it's the sweetest thing. And then,
1: well, she also gives the rose she gets to the father, uh, Roland or whatever his Randolph, name. Randolph, Randolph, the next door neighbor, because she she <laughs> knows. Sorry, your son's dead. Yeah, well, she, and Ramdas sees her, and I think that's when they have their moment the next day. And you know, he's very Ramdas is very loyal to Roland for a guy who Randolph. just got R- Randolph. For a guy who just got there, like, the same time that Sarah did.
0: I, I always believed that he worked there. He was wh- always there. No, no, he worked there, he had to go home, and then he came back. Mm-hmm. Like, Brooklyn.
1: <laughs> Maybe.
0: Um, but- oh,
1: speaking of, like, London characters, uh, the, the characters that she interacts with outside of mm-hmm. the school, the chimney sweep.
0: Oh, yeah, the I Dick Van Dyke. I love the
1: chimney sweep.
0: The little the Dick kid. Van Dyke.
1: Yeah, he's the only one to stand up to uh, mention be- even before Sarah does.
0: But but not just that. He's running his own business. Yeah. And, and you find that out later, but he's running his own business. I mean, it'll
1: be a very short-lived business because he probably has so much coal in his lungs. I think I got the
0: black lung pup. <laughs> so... At this time, a man is being delivered to the Randolph home, who is... It turns out to be her father, but...
1: Yeah, he. so the way it works... So they told Randolph that his son was MIA. Then they found another guy who was, was MIA.
0: Wearing the coat of Randolph. No, no, he wasn't nope. wearing...
1: No, he wasn't even wearing the coat. It's just that they were both from the same unit, and...
0: Uh, and they were like, good enough.
1: No, it's just that he was the only person unaccounted for that returned. Mm-hmm. So they, and he, you know, he was recovering from poison gas. They didn't know who he was. And so they're like, this could reasonably be his son. And so they bring him.
0: I like, I like my reasoning the hospital. better. I, I would love for them to just be in the hospital and be like, close enough.
1: <laughs>
0: Send him on his way.
1: Quick, put that little freckle right. up. Oh, yep, right there. <laughs>
0: he's like, and then Randolph's like, he like, could be my son, but I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> like a goldfish.
0: <laughs>
1: Ramdos is like, no, this is your son.
0: Because like Ramdos knows who it is. He knows. Oh, yeah. He knows it's crew. Yeah. And he's well, like-
1: he's he's the one that convinces Randolph to take him in because as he, you know, so wisely points out, he might know what happened to your son. Even though we know he's not your son, he could, you know, answer the question as to what happened to him. There's
0: one point where Ram Dass is wearing an outfit where he looks like John B. the Genie from Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> like,
1: I am not familiar with Pee P- Pee Wee's. It's it's
0: it's during the Tai Chi scene where he's wearing like like the kind. I
1: think he wears the same outfit throughout the whole movie.
0: Well, he looks like Pee Wee's Playhouse the whole time. Mecca lecca hi, mecca honey honey ho.
1: Is that what they say in PBs? Yes.
0: And but but the dance... so in the Tai Chi scene, was this at the same time when the father showed up at the house at the house next no. door? No?
1: No, maybe? I don't remember. Um but the point is he comes to stay with Randolph. Because uh, 'cause they're trying to jog his memory of what happened and he's like he's basically legally blind at this point, he can't see, he's recovering. Um, and uh, then he can and see mom does. <laughs> Ramdas knows that his daughter is right next door, but he's not like, "Hey, there's your daughter right next door." He's like slowly trying to bring his memory back.
0: I truly believe that that Ramdas is magical, and he brings his eyesight back.
1: Maybe, maybe. And then
0: he brings his memory back. Right. Does it little by little. So.
1: <laughs> he's got the magic touch.
0: Sarah's life is. Sarah's life is becoming. Garbage. Maybe that was
1: the spell. Maybe they were doing a spell. And she didn't even know it. She just thought it was a dance, but maybe he's like... Oh,
0: that, that's quite possible. But before before she's doing her dance with him, she goes to clean our start a fire in Lavinia's room, which used to be her old room. And this is where we... we...
1: Is there, oh, is this her Amelie moment where she pours... Uh... No, no 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 chimney. no
0: no that's that's when uh little Dick Van Dyke gets kicked out of the house and that's when they pour the oh. soot but this I is when she do- Dick Van Dyke this is when she does her curse of Lavinia yeah. and and you you quoted yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah it, it, it's from uh uh Adams Family Values the grandmother but just she the says, curse, have a nice day
0: but she says the same thing she's she like does. she's like just an indian curse what are you doing? I don't believe in this. So you can just stop it. Stop it, I said!
1: What did you just do? Just a little curse I learned from a witch back in India. Luxor, Luxor, burst and burn!
0: What is she doing? Just a curse. Have a nice day smell you later <laughs> and the, the dance she does it almost looks like she's doing like a combination of the Macarena and the Hokey Pokey she's like eh,
1: eh. Hey, you're a curse now <laughs>
0: and, and Lavinia's like what are you doing and she's like your father John McClain. you're not gonna be in the fourth one <laughs> uh and um
1: but yeah. Oh, can we? I know we're we're trying to avoid getting too in the weeds with like talking about the plot and like all the events. But can we please talk about when uh, Amelia leaves with her well, with her milkman? Well, she throws. She, she is throws one thirsty, the bags. thirsty lady
0: well i love what i love what sarah says to her she's like oh
1: i just wish though as as cute as the scene was i do wish she had stood up to her sister a little bit like you know like like you know just a little like i'm leaving and you can't stop me i'm in love with the milkman Just, like, unsure. (laughs) And here's your milk. Yeah, just, like, unsure of herself, but still, like, she has her moment.
0: Well, I just love what Sarah says to prompt all of this. She's like, oh, how romantic. You two are going to get married and have babies. And, like, she's like, hell yeah, I am. Like, uh, Amelia is so easily tricked. (laughs) She really is
1: know that she's really easily because, tricked. Because when
0: Lottie, when they're trying to get to... Her...
1: Okay, listen. She has been conditioned. She is like Pavlov's dog. When she hears Lottie screaming, everyone jumps, including her. She is so used to taking care of Lottie. That is not her fault.
0: Well, I love when when the girls decide to, like...
1: Rescue uh, Sarah's locket.
0: Because this is right when they're like, no, you're still our friend, because Ermingard... <laughs>
1: Because you tell us wonderful stories about right. India.
0: Right, because uh goes to their room and she's like, you can't be here. And she's like, why are you mad at me? Are we not friends? And she's like, my dad died.
1: Don't you understand what's happened, Ermagerd?
0: But she's like, no, of course I want to be your friend. But this is a class system, apparently. <laughs> So, all of the girls have, like, a 13 going on 30 style sleepover up in the, the yep. servants' corners. Yep. And then Minchin shows up. Yeah. And this scene makes me so happy and angry where, at the same time.
1: This is where... Uh, is it here that she has her, like, Caesar Chavez moment where she speaks up to her?
0: Oh, yeah. This is the Cesar Chavez... Because, because then the... The, the next day
1: yeah then um, we have the you know her wishes coming true scene.
0: Well well so the, the next day is when she's doing Tai Chi and then they steal the locket and then the next day after that is they wake up and they're in Prince's palace.
1: <laughs> no because I think she, no because she takes the locket away again and then she says you guys are going to you you guys are gonna stay up here tomorrow without food
0: Oh that's right right.
1: So, okay. so yeah, and then you know she's like, "Didn't you ever, you know, dream you were a princess?" And blah 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 blah. No, I always wanted princesses. to be the evil
0: queen. <laughs> that would have been. A great I have
1: work. aspirations.
0: I wanted but, to take the head of John the Baptist. Yeah, Jeez, but I, lady, I did really like this scene
1: because it, it it was well acted. It was a very poignant. Scene. perfect climax to the movie
0: also never really in a film did you see a child stand up to an adult in a 90s movie really no the only time would be like kevin mccallister telling his mom that he hated her mm. and then he's like i wish she would disappear but here this is more like i'm a person too goddammit. it yeah <laughs> I don't know why I compare her her speech to Steve Buscemi's speech from The Wedding Singer. I'm a person too, goddammit, Sarah. You're a moron.
1: I mean, that's basically the tone of it. So, okay. So then, then you know, they she Becky's like, you know, she comes in. She's like, so I just heard your screaming match. Good for you, but also, what do we eat? <laughs>
0: And she's like, "Well, if I get kicked out, if you get kicked out, I get kicked out because we're sisters." And
1: yeah. then,
0: then they cuddle together and they fall asleep together, and then they well, wake.
1: No, they they so they they they're like, "It's okay. We'll just imagine a feast," because apparently they're in a movie with Robin Williams and they're in Never Neverland. Yeah, they're in Hook. <laughs> but they're like, "Oh, don't you smell the sausages? Don't Bang you around. smell the blueberry muffins?" And I just wanted Becky to be like, "No." It smells like rat crap up here.
0: <laughs> I would have loved to just see a scene outside the window with um Ramdas just listening and writing down sausages, blueberry, blueberry muffins, muffins, gold comforter matching ropes. <laughs> you got all that capuchin monkey? Ee ee ee. Okay, and we're gonna throw in some bananas. Wait a minute. Fool me once. <laughs> all right,
1: to so Toys the rest we go.
0: So, so then they they they. So they
1: wake up, and I love how Becky's like, "I think you overdid it," because everything they gold. dreamed of is there. De- which, okay, I gotta hand it to Ramdas; he is a well-paid manservant, because this is clearly all of his stuff.
0: Like, well, well, well you gotta imagine that that this randolph is so old and senile is like what are you doing with that fifty thousand dollars oh you told me to take this to help those orphan girls upstairs oh you're right okay my apologies (laughs) Uh, (laughs) poor uh. old man randolph and um so as that's going on uh old man randolph and randolph warbucks are talking to uh, Sarah's dad, and they're like, "Can you remember anything?" And he's like, "No, I wish I, I'm, I could." Yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna go home now, but um, where's
0: home? Yep. I don't know.
1: So yeah, and then Minchin stumbles across, you know, uh, their their new crib. <laughs> and
0: this, okay, so this is when the the movie.
1: I first of all, before you get into that though, mm-hmm. I just have to say,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Minchin missed out on an opportunity because she accuses Sarah of being a thief. She stole all that stuff in one night. If that was the case, I would hire her out. You've got the greatest thief in London living under your roof. What are you doing? New York. New York.
0: A city (laughs) founded by thieves. Exactly. And
1: Sarah is the best one. She is the princess of thieves.
0: So this is when I start to get upset because Sarah... um, Takes a plank, walks across, goes into... Yeah, cause she's
1: trying to... The police are coming, and they're going to take her away. And, and Becky, too, because she's black, and that's how this world works. That,
0: that's seriously <laughs> what they say. Take this one, too. Why? Just because. That's a line in the movie. Yeah. Why? Well, then
1: she doesn't say just because. She's just like, here,
0: take have another her t- one. <laughs> like, for good measure. Um, and Sarah is hiding in Randolph's house... And she stumbles upon her father, and he goes, "Why are you crying?" And she's and like, she just eh. was, yeah. "And you
1: were just like, how come she doesn't recognize him? How come? T-? Like, first of all, she wasn't looking straight at him. And when you know, and when you truly believe in your heart of hearts that someone is dead, you don't. It, your brain just doesn't register right, right but- away."
0: That didn't make me upset. That was very touching, because when she realizes, she's like, Papa, Papa, and he's like, oh, no, you're not supposed to be touching me.
1: Get off. Like, he scrapes her off.
0: But this is what makes me upset, because Minching comes in with the cops, and she recognizes. Which,
1: there's a lot of policemen for this one girl.
0: You would have thought that she just killed Lincoln, Lincoln. (laughs)
1: what what was it you were saying like that uh oh we got an arsonist down the street
0: (laughs) this man just burned down the old bakery uh
1: yeah but we have this little girl thief who like you know she's really poor and oh you gotta catch
0: that bitch (laughs) 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 she's Uh, a little girl i said what i said you gotta go get her but she's like 10 you go do your jobs, or you're not New York City police officers. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but this is what makes me upset is when Minchin recognizes she knows it's Colonel Crew.
1: Well, again, this is what makes her
0: a monster. A
1: monster. This is what solidifies it. She, you think she could redeem herself in this moment, but she doesn't, and she's like. This child's father is dead. Take her away. Throw her in the slammer.
0: And this is okay, so this is when Ram Dass proves how magical he is because he just looks at him and you're just here. Like, Are
1: you sure you don't remember? And he's like, oh,
0: I remember.
1: But do you remember? Yes,
0: Ramdas, just get away. Do you remember? Go away, Ramdas. <laughs> so then she's like, he's like Sarah, and this other girl who will uh, I will also take. Throw her in for free, please. <gasps> like
1: poor Becky.
0: She's like, I'm here too. <laughs> that's the t-shirt and, and becky was there too <laughs> because because she starts hugging uh her father Sarah starts hugging her dad she's like my papa and becky's like i want to get in on this action like...
1: quick strike while the iron is hot
0: and then so then becky and sarah end up getting all dressed up and and so you find out that the father lost his fortune because, because I guess London seized his assets.
1: The government seized his assets.
0: Which they're from London, so it's either London or India. But S- that, so there's that a lot of That makes me even
1: more mad at the dad because it's like he sh- first of all it should automatically go to the next of kin after his death, or at least like his. It should next go into a trust with like a board of directors, and like Richie Rich. Instead, and- <laughs> and the government's like mine <laughs> mine
0: so, so then randolph's like good thing you had a really good lawyer
1: you know what though it's 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 comforting to think that to know that the government is, is consistent in its policies
0: <laughs> it was it was just crazy it was just so crazy that they had to throw in a line of it's a good thing you had a good lawyer to bring you back from the dead and get your uh, assets back you are now entitled to your cracker f- factory. Okay, that's it for me. Johnny Exposition, bye.
1: And then it becomes the Randolph School for Girls. Sarah hugs the bully. She goes back to India because I'm sure it's a great time to go.
0: <laughs> what if this just went into... Have you ever seen the the Bollywood musical, like, Gone? No. It's, it takes place in this time period where, like... India is being, you know, taken over by the British rule, Mm -hmm. and to to keep their land, they play a game of cricket while singing songs. What if this just turned into that?
1: Or just a Bollywood musical at the end with all the girls.
0: It turns into Slumdog Millionaire. But Uh, the the scene when Lavinia just hugs her,
1: which they like, they like. What? How would you describe that cut? I don't know what kind of cut that is. It's weird they uh, they show the same hug three times in like three different frames like there's a medium well, shot well, a wide shot well
0: it's it's like you think that oh on the third one she's gonna get shanked like
1: oh that would be the best ending ever if she just took one of those pens and was just like who's a little princess
0: now and it wait who gets shanked Lavinia or, or Sarah
1: oh. Either one. <laughs>
0: and, and the father's just <laughs> holding Ooh, even Sarah. even
1: better. Even better. Sarah hugs her and Ermengarde steps her <laughs> in the back.
0: <laughs> Snitches get stitches.
1: As for dipping my hair in ink.
0: <laughs> Here's a pen for you. But, like, Lavinia hugging her is just so out of character. And I understand they're like, well, see, things aren't that bad. But I love after they hug her, they show Minchin, who is now... Yeah, because you were like,
1: you couldn't remember. You were like, there's no consequences for Minchin. Like, I thought she that she just disappeared.
0: I thought she ran away.
1: Nope, nope.
0: But, so, then she's now working for little Dick Van Dyke.
1: Yep. Oh, that'd be so great if that was the origin to, uh... uh Mary Poppins, to Bert. To Bert. That would be amazing. And the, then he goes to London because his, his chimney sweep business has flourished under this new slave labor that he's got going for him.
0: Mary Poppins.
1: And he like he's in love with Sarah, and he goes chasing after this English girl.
0: And she turns out to be, oh, Sarah's Mary Poppins?
1: Well, she is very magical.
0: Yes. But I, I don't understand why this flopped. Like, I understand that the budget cost so much because they had to build everything by hand. Do you
1: think it was marketing?
0: They didn't market this enough.
1: Maybe that's why.
0: But... Then they didn't spend the money on the market. And it
1: it walks that fine line between being a children's movie and but also being a movie for adults.
0: True, but I also think they they released this like at I, the wrong time of year.
1: Because if it's very similar to a Secret Garden, and I would not show that to our kids right away.
0: Well, that that didn't come out at the right time either. That that one also did. Yeah. But I think that they marketed this at the wrong time of the year. This should have been like. Uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Ratings. Yeah, definitely. This is like, more of a Christmas, movie like to what it. I would have done, I would have had Jumanji come out when this came out. Yeah, and then had this come out when Jumanji came out. Yeah, because I feel like that would have done better. Mm. Also, I am shocked that this movie got nominated for two Oscars. I mean, it's it's a great movie, but for a children's film at this time period, besides Babe being nominated for Best Picture, shocking absolutely shocking Mm. but you did get to do i feel like i've been having people do a good movie and a bad movie and you got to do a good one
1: yay
0: (laughs) yes next next week
1: this was like the oreos of movies and um nerve was like the sugary disgusting fruit punch
0: Stop making fun of me for that. I had no choice. I'm control. not making
1: fun of you, just your choices. And the choices of your public school system. Yeah, don't Shame don't, don't say
0: my choices. I was five. I had no choice. Shame they
1: put, on you.
0: To quote Boy Meets World, they just put the food in front of me and I eat it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, when are we going to get that Boy Meets World podcast off the ground?
0: Uh, when, our, uh, when my guest next week uh, has a free time. Next week, we are doing Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat.
1: A good movie.
0: With with Mallory Saverin.
1: Oh, I'm jealous.
0: So, sweetie, thank you for being here. I love you Always
1: very a pleasure. much. I love you, too.
0: Please don't make fun of the, the Massachusetts school system for their, their bad choices of snacks that they provided uh, kindergarteners and preschoolers. Oh, no, you're,
1: you're never going to live this down, ever.
0: Well, technically, shouldn't they? I would love to see you. I'm going
1: to write a strongly worded letter.
0: (laughs) My husband didn't deserve this. He deserved milk and Oreos. Kids, in
1: 1914, we're getting milk. As clearly indicated by this movie, you should have been getting it, too.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for coming to my Maybe that's
1: why you didn't get it. Maybe your teacher ran away with the milkman.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, how many bagels?
1: Uh, honestly I'm gonna go with a full 13
0: I'm I can't going.
1: really think of anything Cause everything is Really balanced uh, Like even the cheesiest moments Are not super cheesy Everything is filmed very beautifully The script is tight It's a very Disney Like framework that mm-hmm. they're working off of But it's It's more grounded in reality And it's yeah, I really like it. I like the characters.
0: I like it too, but I'm going to go with 12 out of 13 because okay. that entire character change for Lavinia just comes out of left field in the editing. I
1: don't think so, though.
0: But th- there are also some weird cut scenes, like the thir- the three her hugging her, and then they clearly didn't do a pickup shot, so they had to do a hard cut with her saying goodbye to her father. Mm. And so so they didn't have that close-up, so they just blended a uh, a cut together, so
1: sometimes though, it's the but we bad had to go things... back and
0: watch it again.
1: Sometimes it's the bad things that make it good.
0: But we had to go back and watch that again. You know, again kind of that...
1: like Oreos are made very better fine. by very fine, except they're not. I take that back. <laughs> Thank
0: you. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> so. Until next time, you guys can check out Edge of Tomorrow, Live, Die, Repeat, and we'll be watching that next week. I am Scott Kerland. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook. You can email us, writersbagelbasket at gmail.com. And most importantly, please, please give us five stars on iTunes. And if you like an episode, share it out. Please. The more love you give us, the more episodes we can do. We'll
1: give you a free Cinnabon. <laughs> Except we won't do that.
0: We're uh, not that wealthy. <laughs> no, but but we do have the support and love of Brugger's Bagels.
1: Yay! So Brugger's Bagels, n- you should sponsor us, please! So
0: until next time, I am Scott Kerland.
1: I am a little princess. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye.